there's no point in history that you've read about that you find the most interesting in. And like in all history, everything, everything as far back as dinosaurs, you can go far as back as you want. But if you could go back to any specific period, just to witness, not to interact, just to witness uh, shit happen, where would you go back to? Where would I go back to? I would go, I would want to witness Jesus. Like be born and live and stuff? I want to be in that time frame. I want to be able to witness him doing miracles and like everything. Like, because that's like what, that's the most important thing, time in history. What's more interesting than that? More interesting than Jesus? Uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. There's nothing more interesting than Jesus. A person who was born, who claimed to be the son of God and made all these miracles happen. I would like to see the first humans. The first humans ever made? Because look, this is what I, I don't know, like not to shit on religion or nothing because I believe in God too. Um, I don't I don't go to church and stuff, but I, I believe in God. Um, but I, it's just like, what if we go back to that time and it was just a con man? Like, what if, what if the dude was just tricking him? Like, because you know how when, when the people first came from England and to the Americas and they would trick the Indians into giving them food because they would tell them that dude knew they were a lot more advanced, obviously. They, he would tell them, if you don't give us food, our God is going to like kill you guys uh, because they were running low on supplies and the Indians didn't have enough to give them. And they were like, in three days, the moon will turn red. And if you don't deliver by then, uh, you guys will perish. And then the Indians, three days later, when the when the moon turned red, and it's like, oh, these motherfuckers not fucking around. They're like, his God's for real. So then they, they would give them food. That's what I was talking about when I said that when it came to a con man, right? Not that I saw what I believe, but I'm just saying like, it would be a huge, like, imagine if you went back and... It never, it never happened the way it was written. And it would just seem like, what, what happens then? What happens to your belief? What happens to all that when you figure out that it was all a trick? Like, what happened? What do you feel then? Yeah, but that's not, I don't think that applies to everybody though, because not everybody's Christian, right? Yeah, and but I don't I'm just know. saying to you specifically going back there and you see it's not, it's not really what it was, how it was told. Then what do you do? It seems like it'd be, it would be like it would it, not. It wouldn't you crush know, you. You know what happened? I still believe in God, and because I'm not heavy on the Bible, and that's something that I started reading recently, like slowly. Because remember, I told you, I told you, we never gave the book a chance. We're just like it was written by man, and I'm like, how can we? How can it's like watching a movie? It's like you don't even watch the movie yet. And you're already like, nope. And you're like, what? What do you mean? You haven't even you haven't even watched the movie. So I'm like, that's so that's ignorance. Hella hard. So I'm like, I have to read the book. And I don't remember the book, but I've read like probably, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 pages. And I, I when I was reading it, I'm like, damn, like whoever wrote this is like they wrote it in, in a good way. And Although there's a lot of like 
things about the Bible um, that has been rewritten and translated. And some people say through time it's lost its way. And like there's certain things that they removed and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not like super religious. I don't know the story about how everything came about, everything. So I don't know. I'm just, this is like somebody from the outside looking in. But from from the little I've read before, I believed in God before I read the pieces of the Bible. I believed in God because I just, oh, I just sometimes just feel like, I felt like there's there's been a lot of times that uh, harm could have came my way and somehow, some way I avoided it. By luck or like timing or what? Well, like there was this one time when I was in, in I was working in Mississippi, which is a cotton gin, and they would get semi trucks and they would back them up um, into what would you call that? Like a, like a loading dock. Yeah, like a loading dock. And we would get bags filled with cottons that were samples and we would go and take them in there. And it was, I was the sample guy. So, I had my bag full, and when you have your bag full, you go and you load it in the truck. And I was doing that. I was I went over there, and I was going to put it on the truck, but I didn't know that there was a guy already in the semi-truck. He was already on there. The driver? Yeah, the driver was already in there. And when I stepped in, when I when I stepped in, he took off. And when With he, the door open? Yeah, because they have to take off. A little bit. Oh. And then come back and close the doors. Oh, okay. Because of the, the platform, okay. whatever. Okay. So when he pulled off, my foot was already on there. Like one foot was in the semi and one foot was on the platform, the concrete platform outside. And when he took off, I went backwards. Like I flipped like, I don't know how to say it, but my legs went up because he was going so fast. I went like this and my legs went up. And when I, I don't know how I landed, nothing. I know how I landed, but I'm saying I don't know how what transpired in that ship through the fall. It felt like I was like this. If like this is my head and this is my legs, I was like this. So you're a horizontal to the floor? Yeah. And when I landed, I landed on one leg. Boom, like that. Well, with, so you, with the with the how how heavy is that sack of samples? I don't know how heavy that is. Maybe like 20, 30 pounds, maybe. Hmm. Maybe less, I don't know, because it's just cotton rolled up, but cotton gets heavy. But I landed on I landed on one foot and boom and I caught it and I hurt my foot. I hurt my foot like I couldn't walk good. Like it, it hurt, but I didn't know I couldn't explain why I was like I was falling backwards. And I couldn't explain how I landed on my foot. Mm. Now, of course, you can say I'm not saying that's a hundred percent God, thousand percent, but I'm just saying that's one thing. Out of a couple of situations that happened to me where I could have got hurt and nothing had happened to me. I walked in. I walked in and I had told another person who works there who was like super religious. I said, hey, I just, I was taking the sample bag and I was going to put it in the semi truck. And there was, the guy took off. And he's like, like, what's that guy's problem? He don't check. He, he don't not paying attention or whatever. And I was like, I don't know. But I told him when I when he took off, I flipped backwards and I somehow landed on my leg. And I don't know how that happened. And he's a very religious person. So he told me, God's just watching out for you. He said, he said, because you could have killed yourself because you, he said, you could have hit your head and you could have died. 
on the on the cement. On the cement, on the yeah, because it's right there. He said, he said, based on what you're telling me, because he's like, if you had flipped up, right? And he said, you could have hit your head on the cement. And then there's like a drop, huh? That drop was like five, five feet, five, six feet. Yeah. So you, I would have hit my head and then fell down. But not only did I land on my foot, I landed on my foot. Like, I don't even know how close. I was I was far away from the thing, from the concrete platform. Mm. And I'm assuming that's because when he took off, I went with the semi for a little bit. And then somehow I went back. But I don't know when my legs are forward, right? I don't know how I landed back straight. On one foot, though. Like one foot, there was my left foot. You didn't fall, though? You landed on your foot? No, I landed on my fanning? foot in a messed up position. like, And I messed up my foot and it hurt for like, I don't know, three, four days. And I could walk and everything, but it was like, it like I don't know what you'd call that, sprain? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a sprain or not, but that was one of the things that I was like, that made me believe like somebody's watching out for me. And I feel like so there's so many things, like how we came over here from Stockton. And if we would have stayed in Stockton, who knows where we'd have ended up. Now, of course, there's, there's, there's going to be an argument for everything. Right? How do you know it's God? You don't, you, we, I can't sit here and tell a stranger 100% this was God. But I can have my beliefs. And I, I believe that there's something bigger than us. And I'd be like, he, he's watching over me or something. I feel like when it's your time to go, you're going to go. But back to the thing that you were saying. My belief was never fully based on the Bible. It was just based in God. I just acknowledged there was a God. It's almost like I knew something was there, but I didn't know exactly who it was. And then when I started reading into like Jesus a little bit, and then I started going into the Bible, it was like, damn, like this is crazy, right? Like he, and I remember people telling me that uh, about the book in the book and I would always tell them the same thing like the book was written by man and that's almost like what everybody says and it stops the argument huh? it stops right there but my thing I, I never try to force anybody into anything like believe what you want to believe and one thing that I realize when it comes to religion that I've seen a lot it seems like a lot of people follow God out of fear so, out of fear of going to hell? Yeah. Hmm. And I feel like, and, I, and this is coming from somebody who's not religious, who doesn't know shit about religion. So I'm not trying to, like, I don't know, piss some people off who are super religious and maybe I'm wrong. But to me, it just seems like you shouldn't fear God. I don't fear God. Because it just seems like you shouldn't follow his way based on fear. You should follow his way because it's the right way to live. That makes more sense to me. But every time I hear people talk to me about religion, it's like, you're going to go to hell because you don't, you don't follow this, whatever, whatever, you're going to go to hell. They're almost like trying to instill fear in you to change your ways. And fear is always a good tactic on, on earth, right? Because if 10 people come over here, if one person says, hey, give me your shirt, give me your shoes. You're like, fuck out of here. But if 15 motherfuckers with guns pull up, give me your shirt, give me your shoes. I'm getting naked. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So, 
<laughs> a lot of people get naked. So that just shows you that fear will, will force you into anything. And I just don't feel that it should be forced. I just feel like God is so, it feels like God is so good. You shouldn't have to instill fear, even though that may be the reality of, yeah, if you, if you choose to live a certain way, that you're going to be punished for it in hell, right? But there's a lot of arguments with that because there's a lot of people who can't follow the book for whatever reasons, never heard of the book, can't read, can't hear, can't read, can't see. And they're just dealt a bad card. And I'm pretty sure if you maybe you talk to somebody super religious, maybe they have an answer for all those questions. But um, I just feel like coming from somebody who doesn't know religion, because maybe I'm talking like I know religion, but coming from somebody who doesn't know religion, I just feel like you should give it a go before you criticize something. Just like I would say, go watch the movie before you criticize it. If I tell you, hey, a new movie came out. It's super good. And you just right away like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. And everything. And the movies that we watch are fake. And you still, you, like, although, like, wouldn't you want to read what thousands or millions of people believe in? Isn't that enough curiosity to read? I'm not saying believe, just to read. What is everybody, what's the fuss about? Huh? That's, that's, that's what I feel about religion. Mainly, mainly about, like, you shouldn't follow God out of fear. But then again, I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything so about religion. But that I don't follow God out of fear. I feel like if I die, where he where he feels I, I need to go, I'm okay with it. I always felt. Uh, I always felt. You know how whenever, whenever it seems like whenever someone's whenever people in general are doing bad or in a in a <laughs> rough spot. And they'll ask, they'll pray and ask for God. And I, I, I would always think like, I heard, I've heard people tell me this and say out openly that it seems like God only gets talked to when, when he's needed, right? Not just because it's like he, he deserves it. Like if people say you should at least give God a Sunday, right? Give him a, give him an hour on Sunday. Cause a lot of people don't, but I heard somewhere, I heard somewhere that they said that. You shouldn't tell your sins to the pastor. You should you should say it to God. Yeah, you've never I think done that's that? in the Bible or something. You, I'm not sure. What, like, make it clear, huh? <laughs> I don't know anything about religion. This is a, somebody from outside who who's skimmed through some little stuff. I'm not saying I'm an expert, nothing. But I'm just saying these are things that I've heard that you but, shouldn't confess to a pastor. You should confess directly to God. Also that I don't know. But also another thing that I've heard may be false. I don't know. It said that in the book, I believe they said in the book, in the Bible, it says, do not praise. God said, do not praise Jesus. Praise me. And Jesus himself, I believe, said that. I don't know. But this is just things that I've heard. Um, you Well, we've both done First Communion, right? Yeah. Because uh, I remember going to, I remember my dad dropping us off. When we'd go to the, to the school, like sun, sun, it was a Saturday or Sunday school, whatever it was called. I think it was like Sundays. And we were there for a few hours and then he'd pick us up at like 11 or 12, drop us off in the morning, pick us up at 11 or 12. And um, yeah, we I just remember memorizing 
like our father who are in heaven. I remember memorizing that and Hail Mary and all that. But I remember when you, my first time ever where I guess you're not supposed to confess. Like, I don't know shit either, but from my memory, I remember them telling me you're not supposed to confess until you have graduated. I'm not sure if it was your first communion or confession or whatever it was called. But I remember I had finished whatever requirements were needed in order to do so. And the first thing they, I'm not sure if it was my parents or somebody told me this, this Sunday, you're going to go confess. And I'm like, I just, okay. They just told me I had to do it. So I'm like, okay, I got to do it. And uh, you go into this little room and there's like, it's just a room and there's a little small windows with holes in it and with a little neat thing or you sit on or, or neon, neon and then the guy says um something like uh uh something my son oh what what can i something something i don't fucking know but i i told him like he said oh he said confess my your sins to me or something like that and i told him just basic stuff like oh me and my i fight with my brothers and sisters i think i was like 11 or 12 years old he like fight with my 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 uh, siblings and uh, I talk back to my parents and I don't listen. And he's like, okay, you're going to go and give me 10, our 10, our fathers and 10 Hail Marys and uh, God be with you or something like that. Something simple. They and just then, make you pray and stuff. Yeah, And I just went back and I did it. What he told me to do. But now that I look back to it, I think I like, again, I haven't been to church. I haven't, I haven't done anything religious. But in my opinion, it just seems weird to go talk to a dude and tell him, hey, because at the end of the day, he's just another human. People say that there are rankings, right? There's yeah, rankings. they just say like he has a stronger bond with God. But when it, I, I remember, I remember confessing too. Um, I think it was like once or twice and it was outside. And um, I think it was our niece's baptism. Remember when we were over there in the fields oh, yeah. and, the, and the the priest came and we confessed to him. And I, I remember I told him, like, because I, I didn't know what to tell him. And I remember telling my mom, like, what do I tell him? And she's like, tell him how, uh, how well, the bad things you've done. And then I don't, I don't remember what I told him. I just, I don't know if I told him, like, I say bad words and stuff like that. I, and I, I think he's told me that I was a bad person or I have to, I have to do something. And then I, I think he said the same thing about like say, like Hail Marys or something like that. And then from that from that experience that I remember, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. Because I don't remember exactly what he said, but I just remember him not making me feel any better. Like he just seemed like he was being super judgmental. And um, so from that, I was just like, if I'm going to talk to anybody about my sins, it's going to be directly to God in my room. And whether that's the right way or wrong way, that's just how I am. And then also with experiences of being in the church, remember we would go to church when we were younger, we would go to church every Sunday. And another thing that made me lose a little bit of faith in the church was they come around and they collect money in baskets. Right. And they come and you give what you can. And uh, they had a whole pile of money. And I've I seen one of the guys, the guy with the money, 
Cain was walking and another guy approached him. And that guy grabbed some money and he put it in his pocket. In like his, what are, what is this called? Uh, shirt pocket? This is called the shirt pocket? Whatever whatever this is called right here. He grabbed some money and he put it in there. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is like corrupt. Like this, this is not legit here. People are taking money. And then as I got older, hearing stories about the the bad shit that the pastors do and stuff like that. And then as I got older and older and just watching videos of pastors on private jets or clean cars and wasting all this money that they get from the church. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems, it just seems a little weird. And that's why to me, it's like, I'm not going to go confess my sins to that man. I'm going to confess my sins directly to God when I talk to God in my bedroom. Have you ever seen those videos of those guys? There's a specific name for the, the people that are the head of a church. Like, I don't know. It's, I, there's this, I don't know what his name was. Remember I showed you that video? It was that, an old man. Huh? He looked That's evil. exactly that what I was talking about. Evil. Yeah. And he was just talking to her because the girl was accusing him of, she was saying like, where does all the money come from? Said, oh, you, no, you bought a plane. Yeah, he yeah. bought a plane. He said, you bought a, how'd you buy it? And he didn't even know what to say. Yeah. And she said, how much did it cost? Because the reason he has this much money is because people will donate donate to the church. And I guess I'm not sure if it's directly to him or to the church or if it's together. I don't know. But he got mad. He got mad that he was asking her this because she was asking him these questions about money. And if you just look at him, the dude looks evil. I forgot what his name is. But if we, if we come up with a name, you put a picture up of his ass. Um, oh. he, um, I know who he is. I could find him. He, he he was I seen a video of him saying like he was spewing to the people in the church like you you're only the more money you give to the church he called it a specific name but he said the more money you give he said the more God will help you out and he said and then he, and then during COVID you know how the, during COVID nobody uh, could gather so many people they weren't allowed to gather so ch churches weren't opening and he said he said I don't care if you gotta mail it in. He said, there's no excuse for if we, even if we can't gather for Sunday, he said, there's no excuse, mail it in. And he said, I don't care if you got to come and put it, push it on, put the money and un push it underneath the door. And I'm like, this dude's, yeah. this dude's on some other shit. And there's not, that's not just one. I'm sure there's hundreds of those type of people out there that feed off people's um, love for God and benefit off of but it. There's for sure people who take advantage of that. There has to be. Not everybody's all good. Just like I'm sure there's people who are truly about it and handle it the right way. Have you seen those uh, <clears throat> videos where the guys say that they cure cancer? They'll like, they'll, they'll, I'm not sure if you got to pay for this. I don't know. I just seen videos and heard stories of when the some of the pastors will put their hand on uh people and they'll say get the cancer out something something or whatever illness or disease yeah. and tell them that they'll cure them and i'm like just like scientology when they they you got to give you, you in order for you to rank up in scientology to get to the max level you have to donate so much money in order to continue to rise in the rankings so there's a lot of these movie stars that be there's a girl from um the girls from uh, kings and queens well, i forgot her name you know what i'm talking about I think so. She 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 stopped. She was she used to be in Scientology, but then 
I watched the Joe Rogan podcast when he had her on, and she explained Scientology in every in every um, every stage and how much money that they were, she was giving, and uh, there's because they say that like uh, Tom Cruise, that's the actor, huh? Yeah. So they're saying that Tom Cruise is was like it's like one of the main guys, right? Because he's of his, he's like a A class celebrity. Well, Scientology means what exactly? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just know it was started by a con man, dude. It was started by a con man, dude, and um, I'm not sure what it's based off or who who they who they believe in or idolize or worship, but it's um, I think it's all for money. It's all just a money thing, and I di- I did see um. I seen people were like, um, where it's like funny videos though, because they were like, oh, I think um, there was a video of a girl who was like, yeah, the demons have sex with me, whatever. Oh, and yeah. the guy was like, be gone, demon. Be gone, Mr. Demon. Or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. She and the girl like, was like slobbering all over, like, or spitting out. She was and like, he's like, that's demon. That's demon something. And I'm like, I'm like, that's crazy. Oh, I'm like, whoa. No, I don't know. I, was that the video where she's like, "You put a penis in oh, my yeah, mouth." Oh yeah, that's what she said. And she's like, "Yeah, that's the exact same one." I was like, "Big on demon." I said, "He's saying that was crazy." And shit. I'm like, "Whoa!" Like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of things, and then and because there's so many religions too, people would say like, "How do you know you're choosing the right one?" I always felt it's unfair too. I don't know if I, we talked to this about this on on here, but I always thought like how. It, you think it's like, it's not fair if, let's say, if Christianity is the religion, that's the religion, the only religion. There's only one God, that's the religion. How's that fair to someone born on the other side of the planet where their God is based on whatever, right? Because it's like the only reason why. But certain, people would say the world is not fair. So why does that matter? But it's a, But then do they go to hell? Because they, if you if they don't if they don't well, recognize think, God and Jesus, do they automatically go to hell? That's why I'm like it's not fair. If because that that child that's born across the other uh, across the world, he's not at fault. Huh? He's not at fault because he's gonna believe in what his parents believe because it's, that's, that's just, what they told him. That's what that's just nature. You're gonna believe in, in whatever your family and your friends believe in, as far as a God. And if they have stories, just like any any child, if their parents tell them stories about how their God saved their life and this or the other, they're going to believe in that. And they're not going to be, they're not going to question, they're not going to question it. So I'm like, and then they, they live all their whole life believing in this God, never knowing anything about Jesus or Christ or anything. And then they, and then he dies. And I'm like, did he go to heaven or did he go to hell? How is that fair? I think I told you before, like my, the way I view it, I was like, there's, I believe our brains are not capable of understanding God. It's hella complex. There's no way we'll understand it fully and we'll have all the answers. And we can just go off what the book says, right? Then there's the argument if the book is true. But it just seems like I don't see God as an evil person or a thing or whatever he is. I don't see him as evil, right? So... I don't, I don't see it. If you if somebody is worshiping you, right, but in a different name, that's punishment enough to send you to hell. And then I, one thing one thing I've been running into a lot, 
maybe like on TikTok, I've been running into a lot of like religious stuff. Maybe because I'm like, I, um, I stop and read it and stuff like that. And if it's something like positive or something that I feel like, damn, it's a good message. I like it and stuff. So I've been getting more religious stuff on my thing. And I was seeing a couple videos of people saying that they visited hell and that God has took them on personally on a tour and showed him or her, it was a girl, showed her hell and how horrible it is. And she said that everybody was skeletons and everybody was screaming in pain and that, uh, that there were, that there was this one pastor. She said there was this one pastor who he's like, let me show you a person who like was used to follow me, but then like um, changed his ways, whatever. And it was a pastor and he was screaming and he was like in a coffin or something, she said. And he was just getting, I think, stabbed or, or crushed repeatedly. And that he seen, that he seen, he seen God. And he was asking them, forgive me, whatever. And he, she said, once you're in hell, there's no way out. But I've heard stories of people being let out. I don't know if, that, again, if that's true. But she was saying there's no, there's no way out. She said, you see him? She said that God told her this. You see him? He used to follow me. He used to follow me. And then he slowly started uh, changing his ways and doing wrong things and following sin and following the, the devil. He said, I sent my angels to him and told him to correct himself and to stop doing these things. And that he said that he was just, um, he kept sinning on himself and that this is why this happened to him because he changed his ways. And, and now God's like, I sent him a warning and he ignored my warning. And that's why he's here. How how she how she like in a dream? Is she talking about she? I didn't. When the clip started, it didn't show. Mm. Like I've heard other things of like people saying that, um, somebody who's close to death, who's had these experiences about God. But people say that when you're close to death, they they explained it like those that you see the light and stuff like that. Science has explained like why you may be seeing that, or as you're dying, um. But I, I don't know. I, I, that's up to like whatever. But there's like, there's certain stories that are more believable than others. But then again, it just goes back to like trying to put fear in you. And I feel like if, if I, if I want you to follow something, I'm not going to say, Hey, follow it. Cause if you don't, this is going to happen to you. It just seems like it's not the right way. And I don't know how the Bible says to spread the word. It's got to be something with joy or happiness. Because a lot of people say they were lost before they found religion, right? And then religion got them on the right path. Got, they, it became, their life became a lot more bright um, because of religion. And I'm like, that's what, that when you're telling me this, that that's what I think of. It's like religion should be followed because it's it's like a happy path. It's It's, it's more joy then there should be fear. I think that when people think of it as fear, they're just thinking it as like trying to survive because they don't want to go to hell. So it's like, I'll rather, uh, I want to believe, I'll just, like a safety man, I'll believe just in case. It, it's for real. Yeah, and I think I, I've seen a video too of somebody saying that we were born sinners and that's why they have to um, 
That's why they have to teach you to be good because you're naturally going to sin. And nobody, nobody is not a sinner. And he said, don't. And I, I think I forgot the guy's name, but he said that he told the pastor, but I've done bad things in my life. I've done bad things. And he said, like, we all done bad things. And he said, but the good thing is that somebody already paid the fine for your sins. And he said, that's Jesus. Doesn't matter what you did. Like, that's all already been paid for. That's why Jesus came here and suffered for, for everybody. So your sins can be cleansed as, as long as you um, follow Jesus and, I guess, believe in him. But then again, he, he said, like, yeah, but I'm going to sin again. And he's like, I know you are. He's like, I know you're going to sin again. But I, he explained it, and it made me open my eyes. Like, this is the first time that I've seen somebody talk about God, and it wasn't, like, out of fear. It was almost, like, out of love and and that was more opening and welcoming to me to hear than just to follow somebody out of fear. Because every time I hear somebody say something about God, especially when it's these videos of like hell in the in the comment section or whatever, it's always like, please forgive me, Lord, uh, this or this, I'm your servant, something like that. Like, how, how, like, I'm scared, please have mercy on me. And I'm like, I don't know, but that doesn't sound like, that doesn't, you say that to a gangster, huh? A fucking menace of the fucking crew. When he has you with a pistol in your face and he just shot your wife or he just shot, he just shot your wife and he's going to shoot you and you're like, have mercy on my son. Like kill me, but have mercy on him. That's, that's how you talk. Huh? You talk to gangsters that way and, and evil motherfuckers. And I just don't see it like God is that horrible person. I feel like, I don't feel like that. I, to me, God's always like the good. And that's why God, to me, the image is always good and never bad. But I've always said this too. I, if if God judges me and he says, I, I got to go to hell for my life, for what I've done, then I'll go. Because like if the, the, the I do want a conversation with him, right? I do want a conversation with him and talk to him and learn if I'm allowed that. But if God looks at me, because I feel like, I feel like I'm a good person. But then again, people say, you're judging yourself that you're a good person, but if you go down the list of commandments or the whatever, the Ten Commandments, you probably broke a bunch of them, which is true. So that technically that doesn't make you a good person based on the book. But that's why I said, like, if, if, whatever God decides with me and my fate, I'm okay with. But the, it's crazy the down here how powerful it is, right? Because it says you shouldn't kill, right? And I'm like, a lot of people, including myself, would kill to protect their family. And I've like, and I've like, I've thought about when it comes to like honing guns and home defense, I've thought about like, I'm willing to kill somebody if they come in here, try to kill any of us or they pose a serious threat. I'm willing to kill somebody and willing to go to hell for it. And, 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 and if God punishes me for that, then that would be what it is. And they would be like, but I had like, and it just seems like people will say this life is temporary to eternity. And it makes sense, right? But it seems like we can't get over that. It seems we can't get over when somebody wronged us. It's like, it doesn't matter. Huh? Like it's almost, it seems when it's here, even though it's because we don't view it like that. It's so hard to view it like that. 
That's because you view your life in the now. Not fuck the future. It's about the now. So when you don't even think about religion, huh? Because when it's like somebody's trying to kill you, you're not thinking about like, I'm going to go to hell if I hurt them. You're just going to react just instinctively. And I always thought too, like God gave us brains. So I know he knows that we're going to question him. But I'd be like, man, you shouldn't be questioning him because he's going to get mad. He's going to find out that you're over here guessing like maybe there's not a God. And then think about everything can be explained with science. Yeah. And I'm like, I shouldn't be thinking this way. I felt sinful to be thinking this way. But I'm like, he gave us this brain to think. But then also, like, I don't give my thoughts power. So when I think about some crazy shit, I'm like, whatever. It don't matter. I let it slide. Even though, because your thoughts, or my thoughts, is on the fucking nonstop. Think about shit all the time. And um, a lot negative and some positive, right? I just ignore that shit. If it's, it's uh, Sometimes, like, I used to dwell on my thoughts. I used to, something would think, and I'd be like, how the I'm, fuck can I think that? Like, that's not me. How, why would I be thinking that shit? I would never do that. I would never do that. And yeah, what the fuck am I thinking about? And it's almost like a constant fight with myself. But it seems like that's not you, huh? It's like a, it's like that voice. That's what they said. Or those thoughts are not this, yours. That they're person said they're originating from like an evil place. Yeah, that's somewhere. what that person said. That your thoughts are evil. He said your thoughts. I think his name was um, Johnny Chang or Johnny Ching. If I'm sorry if I'm getting that mistaken, but um, he's the one that said that your your thoughts are evil. He said so you can't trust your thoughts. He said so you can only be trusting God's word, not in your thoughts. Don't make your own decisions of what's good and what's bad based on your thoughts because your thoughts are not are evil. They're not good. You always rely back on the word of God to make your judgments on good and bad. Yeah, I because I, now that you say <clears throat> that, I do think like it seems like there's multiple voices inside your head. One where the thoughts, those negative thoughts, and like evil shit, like you just like you just for whatever reason think about harming someone and you're like, I will never do that. But why am I thinking this? Why am I even why am I even thinking this? And and then also I would think when when um you know how the, it's like your inner I'm not sure if it's like so this is me, right? Right now, this is me talking. But then there's a voice inside your head sometimes that sometimes you'll have you'll make deals with. Because sometimes it's a good guy, it's not the bad guy talking, it's a good guy calling you a bitch because you don't want to get up at six. Like you told yourself you were last yesterday, right? It's like, it's, it's less, let's say you're trying to get overtime this week, right? And it's like, okay, right? You're going, it's one week. You can't be a bitch. Get your ass up, right? And that's what you tell yourself. That's what, what the inside of me is telling myself. And my ass is like, hella, hella cozy, hella warm. You don't want to go. Huh? I'm like, nah, fuck that. 10 more minutes. And then that inner person is like the good guy because he's like trying to get your ass to get up. Like, stop being a bitch, get your ass up. And then then you finally get up. That's a different person than where those thoughts, that those those evil thoughts come yeah, from. It, that's a whole different person. And it seems, yeah, it seems like, I think that's most people are constantly in a war with themselves. And that's why in my song, I told you, I said this to you. I said, I realize now that my mind all this time was really my enemy. Because once I shut this fucker off, I'm like, you, you don't mean shit. At times, and I'm not perfect, sometimes it, it gets to me again. But um, I try to ignore all that shit, all the negative shit, the the, the self doubt that the motherfucker tells at me. I just like shut the fuck up, like whatever, because that shit will hit you hard, and people start to believe that you are your thoughts. 
when you think that you are your thoughts, that's when you fall into like depression and shit and you fall into worse and you get even um, start having these suicidal thoughts and shit. Because you're thinking all this shit and you're just dwelling on those thoughts over and over and over again. And you just get trapped in that shit. But that's why you got to ignore your thoughts. You always say like your th thoughts don't mean shit. Ignore that shit. Especially if it's hella negative. Ignore that shit. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. Until I t remember I heard you say it. And then I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Because it just that's not me. I'm not sure where the hell these things are coming from, but it's not me. So then, yeah. I don't give much weight, but I do when it comes to God thinking, like reading my head, because I know he can. I'm like, I used to think like, oh, he's going to get mad that I question him. And or like, I can't be, I can't be half in, half out. That's why whenever I pray, whenever I pray, I never pray for me. So I feel like he can't, he can't, he can't get mad at me because I'm not asking nothing from him. He's going to give me whatever he thinks I deserve. And I'm good with it. But when I when I talk to him, I only I only ask for others. Never ask for myself because I feel like I never, I'm I don't uh, he, I don't deserve it. I'm like he, I talk, I I you would think if I deserved it, I would be going to church, dedicating my time to him, doing all this and the other. And because I don't do that, I feel like it's wrong to ask him for anything. So but you're going based off what the book says, or just on yeah, what you what happens to the just, other people do, right? Yeah, because. I pray for me. I pray for, for the family and I pray for me and even the people around me. When I do pray, I don't pray all the time, but if, when I do, I do. And I feel it in the way I view it. It's just like, if we view God as a father, right? And I put myself, and then we're justifying this shit so we can be wrong. I can be wrong. But if I view God as a father and I and just say I'm the father, right? And I have a son. And my son ignores me most of the time, right? And one day he pops up and he's in some trouble. What am I going to do? I'm going to help him because that's my son. Even, I'm not, even though he's like, you've been missing the past six weeks. I haven't seen you at all. And all of a sudden you got into some trouble and now you need me. But it would be like, but I'm still going to help you because you're my son. And you're calling out to me. It's one thing if you completely ignore me. So that's how I viewed it. Like I've always said, like I'm not perfect. I understand that I make I make mistakes. I'm gonna make more mistakes, and and I know what it is. But I've always said I'll accept the fate that you give me. Whatever you think I deserve, because you're you're gonna be right in the end. So I don't fear judgment day. People are like, only man I fear is God. This this is it's all fear, 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 fear. And to me, it's like no fear. I look forward to looking at him, even even know what my destiny is. And I never fear that. If you should fear anything, right? It should, it should, people will say it should be the devil, right? But to me, like, I completely ignore his ass. Even though if they say, like, if you believe in God, then there's a devil, right? I just completely ignore him. I'm not like, oh, out of fear, out of fear, out of fear, stuck in my fear. Like, no, I just feel like that's not the right way. I just say what I got to say. And then I'd be like, I've said it, like, yeah, I may not come to you all the time and I may come into you. I may come for you for help sometimes and I may not deserve it. But who else do I go to? When I believe you're the power, you're the playmaker, right? You're doing everything. Who else am I supposed to go to? I think it would be wrong if I'm going to a bad source to help my problems. 
I think that's what would be wrong. But then again, I don't know shit. That shit could be like a self-justification of like war, uh, whatever, you know, of a selfish way of asking for things. I don't know. But that's just how I view it. So that's because I've heard a bunch of stuff from people. I heard some people who say, I pray to the Virgin Mary, right? And then I've heard people say, you don't pray to nobody but the God. You don't pray to nobody but God and Jesus. And there's all these, like, I don't know what's right and what's wrong. And to me, if I have ever prayed, it's been to God directly. Doesn't mean I'm ignoring the Virgin Mary, nothing that, just nothing like that. But like, I'm coming to the main person and talking to him. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but that's just how, how what I do. Do you fear like, do you fear judgment day? Nah. Like not an ounce? No, I don't really even, even think about it. Because I just, it is what it is. I feel like I'm just going to live my life trying to be in a good person. Whatever, how, however, however I feel like a good person would be. So I just and live it and then. Whatever happens afterwards, afterwards. I only the only thing I because at the end of it, it may be because I don't know if it has to do anything with kids, but the only like in this world, in this life, the only thing that matters to me is just Alex. So long as he lives a good life, and that's it. If if like I told, I I remember we both told this to our parents, and they tell us like you shouldn't think this way, but I always feel like it doesn't matter. I will die sad. I will die sad so long as my family lives happily. As well, right? That's, yeah. <clears throat> like, I'm willing to take it that far if it needs to be. Like, obviously, there's enough. There's enough because of everyone around. There's enough for everybody to be happy. But I'm saying, like, if it needs to go there, I'm willing to do it. But I always used to think that my outcome was going to be sadness based on the way I was living. But I was like, I'm okay with that. Because every day that I wake up is not for me. I find joy and pleasure in helping other people, and especially my loved ones, huh? The people around me, the people. I, every time I, I I wake up for y'all, that's why I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't. Because like early on, when I was a kid and I was growing up, my shit is I want to be a bad motherfucker. That's it. I want to be a bad motherfucker and I want people to fear me and all this shit. And I'm like, I, I'm like, how I'm a selfish ass motherfucker. That's what I realized. Uh, um, I'm just living for me. Like, what the fuck? You you have no care in others. You don't, I got people who care about me, and I'm just like, nah. I want to be a bad motherfucker. Who cares if I hurt them or I do this? And if I go to jail, Alex is gonna suffer from it because I can't provide and care for him like I do now. And I'm and that's what I realized. I told myself like, you a selfish ass motherfucker. And I changed everything because I was like, fuck that. Doesn't make any sense. That shit ain't going to give me anything anyways. When when I realized that, so I'm like, that's what my, like, it's just the whole shit within the past couple, I say like four or five years is when like slowly this shit started changing in my mind. And me realizing like, oh shit, this is all wrong. And then getting this together a little bit. That's why I tell I tell our nieces, I tell our niece, you have to have this. I tell her, you have to have this in control. If you don't have this in control, you're going to have a difficult life. 
But if you learn, if you learn this motherfucker, it's like a computer. And if you learn it, and one of the things like you are not your thoughts. And if you think bad shit, don't give a note. Like, why are you so, don't dwell on that shit because it's not you. Just simple. It's almost like if somebody says, calls you out of your name, right? You're a thief or some shit. You a bitch or you this, whatever. You'd be like, I know I'm not a bitch, so whatever. But instead of sitting here and dwelling on this shit, just ignore it. And just like somebody could call you a bitch on the streets and you could ignore it, ignore this motherfucker too. When he's not working for you, put that motherfucker aside. And especially because she has anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like it. when it comes to anxiety. When it comes to depression, I have no idea what that feels like. So I, I have no experience uh, when it comes to any of that. So I'm not sure what what you can do to help. I don't know because when in my head with everything, when we were brought up, it was just like. There was no, like, talk about it. Come talk to me about what you just deal with it on your own and figure it out. That's like Mexicans, huh? And, and like, I never heard any, well, I, I don't think I've ever heard somebody to be like, hey, if you're feeling something, come talk to me. And this is whatever. It's just like, nah. No, it's, it's like, and then too, like, whenever you don't show emotions. It's because like, when, when you're born, like, when you're born into a family like that, Everybody's tough, huh? Everybody's tough, and not tough as like gangster, just tough as a tough, like a, especially the men. When you look at a man, when you look at a man, I mean, in the family, like your uncle, he's a tough motherfucker. Like he, he don't, he don't, he don't. You don't see him crying. You don't see him all this, and it just creates this image of what you have to be. You have to be a man, and this is what it takes to be a man. So don't. These are the rules. Don't break them, and that's how you go. And they don't even teach you them. Huh? You just you just you just learn, learn them from seeing yeah. what they do. Like their men go to work, and if you break them, you you're criticized for it. Yeah, and you're not. Men are not soft. Men get up to go to work. They don't complain, and the tough shit they, they get through it. Like they're they're the they're they're the the shield for all the bullshit in life. Yeah, they're the shield and they never break. But I think also though, there's a lot of good shit that comes from that, from from those rules, whatever. But I think you have to you have to go on your own journey and learn yourself, right? Because, like, um, I remember when I was like looking heavy into like crazy shit in the world, and I would see cartel shit, and I went heavy on that, and then just on things that they do and shit like that and how the horrible shit that they do and the horrible shit that happens across the whole world. Um, people who are cannibals and stuff like that. I was watching that today too. Uh, there was this dude who um, in Liberia, it's in uh, West Africa. And I think they they called him the, they called him the butt naked general. The butt naked yeah, general. they called him the butt naked general. In like a specific weird language or something? It's no, shit. it's in English. They speak English. Oh. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> they why? call him the, the butt naked general. And the reason why, he said back then, uh, if you look it up, it's called like the Liberian warlords. And back then when they went to war, he said that what they would do, he said he would sit, he, he sit, he would sit on a chair and he said the elder people would would bring him an innocent child. And before they went to war, they would bring him an innocent child. He said, we would take that child and we would cut his back open. And then we would pull out his heart. 
while he's while living. he's alive. What the... this isn't like kill him and take his heart. No, while he's alive, they would take his heart out and they would cut it in pieces. And the soldiers were kids, like I I, I don't know and what specifically age, but they were boys, probably like teens or like early on, like 10, 11, 13, something along those ages. And they would cut their heart up and they would feed it to them. They would feed it to them and then they would get the blood of the innocent child and they would drink it. And they asked him like, why Why would you do that? Why would you do that, right? And he's like, it's believed that if you did that it would, and you were naked, completely naked, it would make you like invincible to bullets. Like the bullets can't get you and, and you had to be fully naked. And that's why his his people were known, like, uh, because they were always naked, especially him. And they're like, yeah, we've seen him because he, he's he's a butt naked general. And that's what they would do. And I'm like, crazy stuff that they would do and they would eat humans. So I would just see crazy shit like that. And then it would just put me in like a negative mind, state of mind. And I would just see the 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 like my perspective would be negative and I would lose faith in humanity and of people. So I'm like, fuck, like this shit's going on. And then like, that shit made me sad. It made me sad in the back of my mind because it's almost like there was no faith or nothing like that. And when I learned to look at the good shit, to understand that, yeah, there's bad shit, but look at the good shit too. Don't just ignore the good shit. There's hella good shit that happens in this, in this world too. When I learned to do that, is when my whole shit changed. That was one of the pieces of, of the puzzle that I figured out. And when I put all this shit together, I wake up hella happy. I'm hella happy. And, that's then, and I feel like a lot of people need to find the way to fight through that shit. And and like I said, learn this motherfucker. And when you do that, you can't you can't be. I told you one time, I told you, I, re, I refuse to let life bully me. I'm, fuck that. That's why I said, like, I know as we get older, life's going to get harder. Specifically because we're raising, we're going to be raising Alex. When my mom and my dad's not here, we're going to be raising Alex. And I know life is going to get tough like a motherfucker. But it's almost like, I, that's why I said I won't let life bully me, like scare me or whatever, bring it, bitch. Like whatever what you got like that. Because there's, there's no, I'm going to be me to the end of this shit. How hard it is, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this shit to the end. Thank you for listening to the AB Podcast. You can follow us in the links below. All our social medias are linked there. If you want to buy some merch, the merch that we're usually wearing in the podcast, you can buy it as well. The link will be below.